This is just a disclaimer before we start this episode that this segment was not meant to bash anyone. It wasn't meant to discredit anyone. It wasn't meant to hurt anyone's feelings. Wasn't meant for me to talk bad upon someone. This was just me giving you guys my personal experience and what I went through in my life. Hi, you guys. I know, I know, I know, I know it's been so long. Um, Your girl got busy, even during COVID, like during the quarantine, I was busy. So I didn't really have time to do podcasts. And I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. But I'm back and I will continue to do these weekly, if not every other week. Like I said, your girl be busy, but I really, I really am going to try to do them weekly. And like I said, in the last podcast, I'm going to start these off with a quote. And the quote that I have today is never bend your head, always hold it high. Look at the world straight in the eye by Helen Keller. So today we are going to talk about traumas, like past traumas, um, current traumas, anything that you feel like has altered you as a person and made you made you who you are today, like your survival instincts, all of that. So going back to my childhood, um, one of my traumas that I can recall uh, at an early age was my biological father and my stepmom fighting like my biological father actually beating my stepmom and the police having to come take him to jail. I was probably about five or six years old at this time and I could still vividly remember what the fuck happened and I don't think I've ever told anyone this story I I don't think I've ever told because I was always quiet I always kept to myself like I never never told my parents um I never told my siblings my little brother was there but I was five he was three maybe three So I'm pretty sure he doesn't remember. And we were in the den. Me and my brother were in the den playing. And all I hear is arguing. So it's the den. And then in the den, you walk into the kitchen. But there's also a a doorway from the kitchen to the living room that was like right by the den door. So it was like right there in the corner. And all I can remember seeing is them arguing. I'm looking through the door of the den into the living room. And I see my dad hit her. And I'm just standing there in shock. Like, because I never witnessed that. Because my mom and my stepdad have been were together since I was three. And they never had any physical abuse. And then my biological father... He, I'm not going to say he wasn't in my life, but he was in and out. 
when I was younger because he was always in jail. So I'm looking through the through the living room and I they're standing by the, the living room door and I see him hit her and she just starts yelling at him and then he hits her again and she falls to the floor and I don't know if he kicks her or not because the couch was right there. But yeah, they were fighting. Then the next thing I know, she's calling the police. She's crying. And my dad gets taken to jail. Don't quote me on my age. I believe I was five. But I can remember stuff back to when I was three. But I believe I was five. And that was the first trauma I can remember happening in my life. So I tried to stay away from abusive men because of that. But um, yeah, so the second trauma I have in life that I couldn't vividly remember Mm, that happened when I was five, so let's see. I don't really have anything up until I was 19. Then I was 19, I was raped. And I never told my parents. I remember telling my sister. Not when it happened but like a couple of years later and I told my friends probably like last year and I'm 31 I told my son's dad um right before like when we were breaking up and he told me that I was lying when I told him (laughs) when I told him I was raped and I don't know if it was because we were in the midst of, like, our breakup that he told me I was lying. But, yeah, I I was 19, and at this point, I was staying with my older sister, and I was working at Foot Locker. And this guy, he was an older guy. I don't know exactly how much older, maybe late 20s. This is another reason why I don't date older men. I cannot, I find them creepy. I don't, if you're five years older than me, I cannot date you. I'm sorry. But yeah, he was like late 20s and I was only 19. And he asked me on a date and I'm like, cool. So we were supposed to go to the movies Something happened to where he had to go to his house first. And we went there and I was we were chilling on the couch. It was cool. And then like it's I'm not gonna say it's a total blur as to what happened, but like I'm trying to put it to where I don't, it doesn't seem like it was consensual because my, that's why my baby daddy told me I was lying because I, 
because I explained to him what happened and he was like you just wanted to fuck him and I'm just like no I mean at the time I we I agreed to have sex with him yes but I told him to stop and get off of me And I was crying and all of that. Like, I was just telling him to stop. And he wouldn't stop. And a lot of people don't see that as rape. But if I'm sitting here crying and telling you to stop and to get off of me, like, you're raping me, sir. Like, get the fuck off of me. So, that's why I think my baby daddy didn't really believe me. Look at me trying to make excuses for him not believing me. The motherfucker raped me, okay? Um, I did. I told my sister. I think I tweeted it once when I was uh, still working at Foot Locker. And I made a tweet and I was like, I just seen the face of the man that raped me when I was 19. And... This was probably like 2000, I want to say 2009, 2010. I was like 21, 20, 21. And I told my baby daddy when I was 25. I told my sister probably when I was 27. And like I said, I told my friends last year. I never told my mom. I've never told my dad. I've never told my my stepdad or my biological dad. And how I told my friends last year, they was like, wait, what? (laughs) We were at a, um, we were at a brunch and we were having mimosas. And I don't remember what we were talking about. But I was like, I said something along the lines of, yeah, I was right there when I was 19. And it was like, what? I don't know. Maybe it just slipped out, but in that moment, it had to come out. (laughs) I told them, and they was like, "What the fuck? Why you never? Why have you never told us?" And I've been friends with them for over ten years. So they're like, "Why the fuck you never told us this?" I'm like, "I mean, it's not something that just comes up in casual conversation, and it's not something that I really like like talking about. So I never really put it out there." And I never, I haven't seen, oh, I know. I remember why I told them. We went to a concert. And the this girl that we know was dating the dude that raped me. And my friends was like, yeah, she got a new boyfriend, this, this, and that. And I was like, yeah, her boyfriend raped me when I was 19. And they was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. He raped me when I was 19. They was like, what the fuck? I was like, they was like, why he not in jail? I was like, I never, like, pressed charges. I never, I never told anyone for real, for real. And they was like, what the fuck? Why? I'm like, because it's like, how do you, I mean, there's no way that I could prove that he was raping me. So I never, I just, just held it in. 
And so my friends got pissed. They was like, uh-uh, we, we about to find him. What's his name? This is that. I'm like, look, it ain't even that deep. I'm over it. Like, I, I don't, I'm not the type of person that would, that'll wish bad on harm or anything on someone that has harmed me. So I just, I just let it go. I let God deal with it. But my friends were pissed. And uh, that was the trauma that happened when I was 19. Another trauma that happened was I was with my son's dad. And he was cheating on me. And I caught him. I ain't gonna say I caught him, but he was at another woman's house with my son. And I found out and I was calling him and calling him. I even called the girl and I told her to tell him to answer the phone. And then he came home, we were arguing, and I was getting my son out of his car. And he slapped me for no reason. And so I I jumped back out of the car and he gets my son out. And I'm like, give me my son. We arguing outside in front, in front of the apartment. So we get into the hallway to where our apartment is. And I'm just yelling at him in his face. Like, I'm not putting my hands on him or nothing. But I'm yelling at him in his face. Like, why the fuck did you just hit me? Like, I didn't do nothing to you. You got my son at another girl's house. He hauls up and punches me in my face. And I fall down to the ground. And when I fall down, like, we right by the door in my apartment, like, to come into my apartment. He unlocks the door and kicks me into the apartment. And so I get up and I run to my room. No, I get up. And, yeah, I run to my room, and I hit my side on the door handle to to hurry up to try to lock the door to where he couldn't come in. And so I call his sister, and I call his brother. I'm like, come get y'all, brother. He just put his hands on me. I want him out of my house. To this day, he swear it never happened because I didn't have a bruise on my face. But... He hit me, like, in my jaw, like, my lower jaw. And then his sister even said, that didn't happen. You would have had a bruise because I'm light-skinned. <laughs> like, just because I don't have evidence of it happening doesn't mean it didn't happen. Like, I could recall the whole fucking moment of it happening. And my son's dad is the type of person that when he gets angry and then he cools down, he doesn't remember what happened when he was angry. So he doesn't recall ever hitting me. And that was the first time he put his hands on me. And then after that, like, we would argue. He was still trying to come move back in and everything. 
But, like, every time he would come over, we would get into a heated argument. He would push me so hard. Like, he pushed me into the wall. He pushed me down into the living room. Like, pushed me back. Like, I was facing him. He pushed me back so hard that I fell into the living room. Yeah. And then I was, I don't know, I was stupid. Still trying to make it work. After he was, like, putting his hands on me. So then the, my final straw with that relationship was I found out he was staying with the girl that he was cheating on me with when he was still trying to tell me that he wanted to be with me, but we were still arguing. So I wouldn't let him come back until he showed me that he, this is where he wanted to be. Found out he was over there. Found out where she stayed at. Followed him. And... We got into an argument in the parking lot of the girl apartment. And he grabbed my son out the car. And I, like, I grabbed my son's arm. But, like, I wasn't yanking his arm or anything. But he was, like, tugging my son away from me. And was like, you're gonna, you're gonna hurt him. You're gonna hurt him. I'm like, you're the one moving him. Like, just give me my son back. We got close to his car. And he choked me and slammed me on the car and told me to leave him alone. And so, and this was all in front of my son, in front of the girl that he was talking to, all of that. And so once he let me up, I was like, you know what? I'm done with you. I don't want anything to do with you. No. Like, this was going to be, no, I don't want nothing to do with you. So, I was like, just give me my son and I will go. So, he came, like, he put my son, he put my son back in, a, in my car. And I got in the driver's seat and I left. And then he called me like 10 minutes later and was like, so, we really, so you really done? I'm like, yeah, you put your hands on me, first of all, in front of my son. And for for the second time and in front of somebody that you told me you didn't want to be with, like you, you really showed your ass. So I can't can't do it. So. Yeah. That was the end of that relationship. And I've been single since then, like, but I haven't had any like. Anything like traumatic to that nature happen. Um, another trauma I want to say is me losing my dad. My, not my biological dad, but my stepdad. Um, I lost my, first I lost my grandpa. Then I lost my grandma like a year later. And then like a year And a half later, I lost my stepdad. So I lost like three important people back to back. And my stepdad was really my father. Like he raised me and stepped up and took took me in as his own daughter. Um, when my 
but my biological father wasn't around. And I think that the most traumatic part of me losing him was the way it hurt my son. Because when he was in the hospital, I had my son there with me, and but he wanted to go see his papa. And he wasn't over 13, so he couldn't go back there because he was in ICU. And so I had to take my I was all leaving to take my son home because he had school the next day. And he was like, Mama, why can't... We were walking down to the car. He was like, Mama, why can't I see Papa? I was like, well, baby, we might not ever see Papa again. Because at this point, he was... He was brain dead. I was like, baby, we we might not ever see Papa again. And... We got in the car, and, he, like, he was asking me questions at first. Then when we got to the highway, he just got quiet. And I turn around, and I just see him crying. And I'm like, what's the matter? And he was like, I don't want my father to die. And I was on the highway. I was, I started bawling. And so I turn around. I was like, you want to go, you want to go back and be back, go to the hospital and be with grandma? And he said, yes. So we turn, I turn around and I go back to the hospital and my mom was like, I thought y'all was leaving. And I was like, Lee, I said he wanted to be with you. And so she goes up to my son and she asks him what's wrong and he was like I don't want papa to die and then so she just takes my because my son and, and my stepdad were like really close so she takes him and they have a little talk I don't know she she, she was like just just walk away it's just gonna be me and him so they have a little talk I don't know what they talked about but like that was like traumatic for me because like I could, there was nothing I could do to make my son feel better in that point. (laughs) But, (sighs) my son, he still thinks about his grandpa all the time. He'll still, like, they had the same favorite candies. They shared, like, the same love for everything, pretty much. And... My the I'm still glad that my son still has the memories of his grandpa. So I'm sorry, y'all. I'm crying, but I told y'all I was gonna cry. We was gonna laugh. I told y'all all of this. But yeah, those are my traumatic experiences. Um, I think. My first traumatic experience with my dad and my stepmom fighting made me not want to be in an abusive relationship. But you know how they say when you're that, that you date your father. So I think when I was dating my son's dad, it was like in a in the light of my biological father 
in the relationship aspect. But yeah, not ever going to do that again. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Um, I think that relationship made me stronger. I haven't been in a relationship since, but I do come off as mean to people when I'm really not. I'm really like this sweet, loving, kind-hearted person, but I have this mean exterior and everybody everybody thinks I'm mean for some reason. But when I was younger, I was always nice. Like up until that experience when I was 19 that I told y'all about, I was nice. I was nice to everybody. People walked all over my niceness. And then I was nice. Even when I got in a relationship with my son's dad, I was nice. And then you continue to be nice for so long, people take advantage of it. So I was like, you know what? I'm tired of being nice. Like, people don't appreciate me being nice. So, fuck it. You're going to get this side of me until you... I. So you prove to me that you're worthy of me being, I ain't going to say you're worthy of me being nice too, but like, I'm going to be standoffish. I come off standoffish and mean to people, but I'm really not. Like, you can ask my friends, you can ask my siblings, my mom. You can't ask my son. My son think I mean, my, but my son think I mean because... I won't let him do whatever he wants. That's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 really nice. I'm really a sweetheart. I really, I really love people, like all of that. Like I love interacting with people. I love meeting new people. I'm not mean at all. <laughs> not mean at all. I love sharing um like I enjoy others accomplishments like I'm really a nice person and if you think I'm mean it's because you don't know me honestly that's it like I had somebody tell me yesterday like you still single because you're mean and I'm like I'm not mean they was like we're well, not mean to me but I'm like if I'm not and everybody says you're not mean to me but <laughs> So if I'm not mean to you, but I'm mean, how am I mean? Is my question <laughs> to them. They was like, "Well, I don't know. You just mean." But I'm I'm really not mean, you guys. I'm really nice. Um, but I am running out of time. I do have somewhere to go. Um, I do want to thank you guys for listening to today today's episode. Um, like I said, I'm going to try to be doing these again weekly. So I will be back next week with a different topic. Maybe cry. Maybe we're going to laugh. Who knows? But we're going to get into some real shit. Like I said, we get it unleashed. Um, Thank you, guys. I love you. And I will, I will be back for sure. Also, you guys, if you have any questions, any topics you want to suggest, or if you just want some simple advice, go ahead and feel free to message me at anchor.fm slash unleashed. 
That's U-N-L-I-S-H-E-D slash message. That's anchor.fm slash unleashed slash message.